0: Hello, welcome to Reality Daily. It's April 21st and we're here to talk about the Circle France. And I'm here with one of my best friends in the whole world, JB. JB, how are you?
1: Uh, I'm good, Wyatt, but I'm concerned if I'm one of your best friends in the world, it means you probably don't have very many friends. (laughs) well you know what
0: don't attack me like that okay i'm 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 just here i you know it's a little bit of hyper role for the podcast you know just uh you know no personal attacks here okay this isn't we're not we're not in the circle you don't have to attack my character but uh yeah Yeah, i appreciate that so yeah so we're two english speakers talking about a french reality show so who would have thought this was the second international version ...of the Circle, the first one being Circle Brazil, uh, which I'm sure will come up in, in some capacity during this podcast. Um, but, you know, first off, I just want to get your take, JB. uh Romain uh, wins uh, the Circle France. What are your uh, general thoughts on that?
1: Uh, good. Um, he was definitely worthy of the win. Um, there were some times, though, where I thought his um, his tactics questionable, but nonetheless... At least he had tactics, and I think that um, he was right to play himself, uh, and it got him the win, so uh, props to him, and uh, I think he played a great game.
0: Yeah, he certainly was an interesting character. Uh, I think he's somebody from the start, was really energetic and really brought a lot of fun to the circle. I kind of compare him to Joey from the Circle US in that kind of capacity, but I also think that he was like a little bit in, I don't consider him to be the most strategic person in the cast, but he certainly was in the majority. So for that, oh, for sure. good winner. Um, but but let's talk about uh, what I think is probably the thing that I was the most concerned about coming out of this, and that is the fact that they have done their finale different than any other season of the circle. Now, they've yeah. done two seasons in the UK, one in the US, and one in Brazil, and they've never had anybody rate the players in the final except for the people that were in the final. This time they had three people come in that were uh, um, blocked beforehand uh, that were not uh, in the final, so they had... Um, uh, for Jimmy, uh, Apollo, and Enos. Uh, so what was your thought on the twist? I think that this is not
1: actually why I'm going to let you on in on something that I believe, on a theory that I have. I think that this is something that every circle has done, but it has not made it to air. I believe that this was the tiebreaker. And they didn't want it to be like, oh, it's a tiebreaker. What are we gonna do? Because that adds time and all that. They just explained they weaved it into their explanations. I think that that it makes sense because the three people that were blocked, their ratings combined to become one rating. And that's all they probably needed to to pick uh to break a tie between the top two and it was very close as to who the top two was i mean it was like going into that final we knew we had a good idea that romaine and elia would be at least in the top three um but definitely the top two and we knew it'd be i, I would i wouldn't have been surprised either way if that was uh who won and who didn't um and then i guess you could say the final um the the last three people that were blocked. Uh, maybe Inez votes for Elia higher, um, and then maybe Paulo votes for uh, Romain higher, and maybe Virginie votes for Romain a little bit higher as well. And that honestly is probably what, in my opinion, I don't think this is this was something that they were would have done if it was a clear winner. I think that because. In a five person rating, it can easily be a tie, especially for the number ones, the number one rank. So, I think that was why that uh finale bit was done differently.
0: I agree with you 100%. This is something that I speculated when I was talking to a mutual friend of ours. And uh, but the thing about this that I come away thinking is like, what happens if Virginia made the final? Like, then what happens, right? Because, like, uh, like Enos wasn't even in the game, so do they only do paulo's rankings and then whoever got blocked so there's only two people at that point that, that like decides like i i don't know like like why was it three people instead of like four why was it, it was
1: because i think it was because the final eight nobody knew was coming into the circle so so at that point you you basically look at it as like the stretch run because Virginie entered was the last person to enter the circle so technically her and inez were in the circle at the same time Obviously, look, it will be very difficult for someone who was the last person to enter the circle, um, given like a true chance of winning. It's one of the flaws of the circle, especially for those players that are last uh, that are the that are the last to enter the circle, because I believe all but one of the circles that we've seen so far have had a winner that uh, was in the original eight or the original nine or the original circle. Um, So. That obviously is probably one of the big flaws of the circle, but um, I think like let's say Virginie makes the final instead of Nelia, right? So you look at um, you look at Romain. I honestly don't think it changes that much. In fact, I'd probably say that uh, Roma- Romain probably wins without it any tiebreaker. I think that Virginie was probably the one person that preferred Romaine over Elia, and that's why. Uh, version uh that that's why romaine ended up winning the game it was virginie's vote
0: yeah i the thing that i look at this is as i say like what exactly like what do we go from here like are the people in the circle france season two assuming they get renewed like are they going to be expecting the top eight uh to to be the, the finals and then what happens when it's only the five like it's just i feel like this is a tiebreaker like you said but i don't know where you go from here if you're the production right like you have to do I eight mean, every season now right like
1: not necessarily because that could have probably been uh briefed to them in the rule book that's given to them before the season begins or it could have been briefed to them you know at the final eight and you say okay uh this is how the ending of the game is gonna go and if we need a tiebreaker this is how we're going to break the tiebreaker things like that because i mean that was that was the issue that they had with like the first Circle UK when they didn't rank based off of they didn't rank they gave stars and and there was easy ways for people to tie with that um, but at the end of the day I think um, I think that's what it is I, I don't think it's I don't think it's something that is cause for concern for future circles. I think it's I think that's honestly how it's been the whole time. And we just never saw that come into fruition until this circle in France.
0: Yeah. Well let, let me get your take on the final five. Go ahead and rank the final five players in terms of who you wanted to win and then maybe give a, a brief description of why for, for each of them.
1: Man, uh I'm gonna be on I was I, there weren't a whole lot of rootable players in this game. There really weren't, at least for me. Um, that, and, and honestly, I think I'm in the minority on that opinion. But if I had to rank the top five based on who I wanted to win, I'd probably go with uh, Nelia number one, Romaine number two, Elia, number three, Valeria, number four, and Gabriel, number five. Just because I really... And that's, that's just honestly, that's because it got to a point where I wasn't really concerned about who would win. I think, and we'll talk about this a little bit later on, but I don't know. When it got to the ending, I wasn't like, I was kind of like, okay, like, I just need to find out what happens in the end. I wasn't like excited or, you know, you know, dying to know who was going to win. That that's what this season left um, for me, at least.
0: Yeah, to me, this was like the opposite of the Circle U.S. for me. I think when the Circle U.S. came, like, obviously I had strong opinions about who I wanted to win. But for the most part, like, I've would been okay if anybody won. Like, I, you know, I'm, I really didn't have that much stake in it. Like, I certainly had my favorites. Um But, you know, I could live with anybody. Circle France, I didn't really want anybody to win. Uh You know, I didn't dislike anybody or anything. But it's like I was just pretty neutral on it. But if I had to rank them, i go Valeria number uh, number one. I always root for the catfish. Almost always. Mm-hmm. Um I went Gabriel number two for that reason, um, but then I went Romaine three. I went to Ella four, and then I went Nila five. I could not stand those twins. I think they are the complete opposite of Luma from the uh, from Circle Brazil. Oh, yeah. I think they're they're everything that I don't want players to be that come in. So but they're
1: I, catfish. I, they're catfish Wyatt. I, they're they're
0: catfish of every catfish, but I generally will root for them, and I agree with you when there's not that many rootable people. I feel like most of the rootable people went early. Like I definitely loved uh, Nicholas. We'll, we'll talk about uh, him later or her, you know, whatever you want to say. I actually yeah. like Cedric. I feel like that may be a uh, you know a, an odd opinion for some people, but I liked him. I liked Enos. Uh I even liked Lou who went like super early. So um, you know, I, I think the people who I was interested in were the people that kind of went out early. Um, but yeah, so let's move on to uh, the trio. You know, this is something that I think. Uh, We see a lot with like early reality shows, you know, Survivor, where it's like, hey, the alliance is bad. The alliance is evil. Uh, Do you think that this, you know, in a show like France, which doesn't have like that many like strategic reality shows, do you think going into the circle season two that we'll see people trying to form their own trio? Or do you think people will try to stay away um, from stuff like that?
1: No, I actually no. I think that the circle we've seen in you know, various formats before, um, the predecessors are the ones who sort of write the rules as they go. And that's how games evolve. Now, some players might come in and and this circle, um, granted, if we want to talk about France's lack of, you know, competition, you know, evolution, um, then, you know, we can say, oh, this is what this circle decided to do. Now, the new circle players might come in, and they might say, oh, I want to catfish this person because I saw what... Uh, I, and look, if we're looking at who was the most successful catfish, I guess you could say Gabrielle was the most successful catfish because he made it the first in the game. So you might see players that are like, oh, I want to catfish this person. Oh, I don't want to align with anybody. Oh, I might want to play, you know, with a trio because it worked for them, but if someone's like, oh, they're in a trio, the rest of us need to target the trio, then, you know, that that's how the game goes. I think that everyone is going to ev- evolve from the circ- the first circle. Maybe there are people that haven't seen the circle before and decide to go in with their own strategy, and I think that's what we saw with this first circle, and that's what we've seen in different... What's interesting is that even though we're as a viewer, we're watching multiple circles at a time. These people have never seen the circle outside of their own country. So they only have so little to go off of. So they're really starting from fresh. And we're seeing that time and time again. Now, we saw that in, you know, the circle France might not have been as strategic as the other circles, or, you know, some people might even say it was more strategic. Um, I just thought that... You know whatever strategy was going on. I think there were really good and really not good, and yeah. mostly really not good.
0: Yeah, I agree with that. I I think that you know it's always going to be tough to kind of like cut your teeth on these early seasons because you're going to be people that just excel it. You know, you have the people like uh like Maximy or, or, or Valeria, uh, I suppose, um, that are just going to pick up the game and run with it. But you're also going to have people like Virginia who uh, might be the person I disliked the most in reality TV this entire year. Like, I could not stand really? her. You're going to have people like that. She's so awful. What? But you're going to have people like this. Well, it, I just feel like we were toyed with, as viewers, I feel like we had this idea where, like, her, uh, Paolo, who was busting his, his Harry Styles-looking ass, to try his best to get him, her, Gabriel, and Nila together to flip the game on its head. And that was just something that just, she seemed to be the complete roadblock of that. And that kind of led us to a situation where it was like against three against two, it's going to be very difficult for someone like Gabriel or Nelia to win, uh, and we saw that in, in the final rating. So, to
1: be we fair, had a- to be fair, there were so many times that the the trio could have been stopped and should have been stopped, and it wasn't. And to us as viewers, as people that watch a good amount of reality competition that's like oh yeah of course they're three the circle's eight you take the five and you overcome the three but you know and virginie obviously is um was against that but also on top of that there was gabriel who didn't who who was also not trying to form the resistance against them he was very much I'm gonna play my own fucking game like you can't do this either and Nelia was not playing and Nelia was trying to uh Nelia was trying her best and Paolo was trying his best but they were just in such terrible situations they should have gotten Gary to come over Gary's uh, that's when the game changed was when Gary flipped and Ine's Blocked Gary. That was that was one what should never have happened. That should never have happened. That is just poor poor gameplay. If that doesn't happen, Gary comes back and then they have the numbers to finally do it. Once Gary was blocked, you knew how the rest of the game was going to go. And that's probably why I didn't enjoy this circle as much as the other ones. I'm not gonna say that it was a bad circle or it was a bad show. I enjoyed it, but um the game part of it was a bit spoiled once Gary was blocked because it kind of laid the foundation for the second half of the game. And it was very obvious from that point how the game was going to end.
0: Yeah, I you know, I mentioned earlier that Virginia might be like one of my least favorite people this year in reality TV. Gary's probably number two. Like I could not stand him either. For me, Gary's number like- one. He's he's he was awful. Like he was awful. I didn't like him in the beginning. There was a comment that he made in the first episode, which really rubbed me the wrong way. I don't remember exactly what it is, so I don't want to repeat it, but it really rubbed me the wrong way. So I didn't like him from the jump. And then when he gets blocked, and he was pretty pretty boring, to be quite fair. And then he gets blocked and then rats out Enos. Which I get it like to a certain extent, because like she did block him, so he doesn't owe her anything. But at the same time, it's like if you really want to see some type of, like, uprising on the people that kind of screwed you over, like, I don't know why you would just rat it out. Like, I don't think that people in the circle should be able to speak uh, to, to the rest of the house in their videos other, like, game-related. I think they should just say, hey, I'm who I am, or I'm a catfish. Yeah, that was and another it.
1: thing, too, that not only did Gary make a poor choice in the game to switch sides, which, you know, maybe, in hindsight, wasn't that bad of an idea, but... In the end, it, it totally screwed him. Um, but also, he then was like, and as I hope you win, and then in the, in the message that he sent to the circle, he, he like basically screwed her over.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Like, it, oh my God.
0: Yeah, it was awful. God. And, and to, to the complete opposite effect, you go with Cedric, who went out with Elia, and then basically uh, comes clean, and admits that he's the one that lied about Elia once he's already out of the game. And that's really what took Elia from, like, the bottom of the game to being, like, essentially, in my opinion, probably the biggest power player in the game of having the most power. I think more people liked her than they liked uh, uh, Valerie. And I think that... Yeah, uh,
1: but I think what, what that was about was that was more about trying to help Inez out. And I think it did, because... In that round, it it brought Elia and Inez together. And at the end of that round, they were the influencers. So Inez had just as much of a chance to try to weave herself back in. And I don't necessarily know if um, her strategy to try to infiltrate the the trio, the winner trio, um, was the best way to go. But I think that she would have had the best chance to do it because out of that final eight, she was probably the one person who was closest to the three of them um, because she had an in with Elia as the influencer. So, I mean, if if you get to that round, because that round was obviously the most – that round obviously changed the game more than any other round. So I forget who they were – thinking about blocking between Gary and it was it was Nelia I think it was Gary and Nelia that round where Inez and Elia were yeah. the influencers let's say you block Nelia right and you have Inez Gary um Paulo is is in the circle and then Virginie comes in the circle um and you have and Inez was close with Gabrielle that was the thing. Gabrielle's only alliance throughout the entire game was with Inez. And once Inez left, then Gabrielle was a free agent and he was just going to ride it out for as long as he could. If Inez stays and has Gary and has Gabrielle, then I think you can pull in Paulo. that's four. And then Virginie is like, oh, do I join the four or do I try to make it a tie with this trio? And she was the one who was immune in that round where there were only eight people. And that round was the super influencer round. So if you have Paulo, Inez, Gary, and Gabrielle all trying to vote for the influencer, they probably all vote for Inez. Inez is the super influencer. She blocks uh, maybe Valeria because she didn't like Valeria that much. Then that's, that's the only way that the outsiders in the game were going to win. That's the only way I could see them winning. That was when it was changed. And that was a mistake on Inez's part. And that was a mistake on Gary's part. And that was a mistake on... And, and basically, Paolo was uh, collateral damage. At least he tried. And you know what? We'll give him credit for that. But that's about it.
0: Yeah, like I, I agree with everything that you're saying. To me, I, I, just, I just have to hold Cedric as accountable as I do Gary. I think Cedric's like goodbye message had effect on the game in the same way that Gary's did, and I don't think that should be allowed. And, and that really does, like, irritate me. Because, I mean, we saw in the Circle U.S. as well. When I forgot the guy's name. He's irrelevant. But he goes to see Mercedes, and then basically um, he leaves and basically exposes uh, whoever he saw as a catfish. But everybody knows that he saw Mercedes, right, because they knew that they were close. So to mm-hmm. me, I, I just, like, it irritates me that people's games can get tanked or saved because of somebody leaving, this already out of the game once you're out of the game you have nothing to lose So when you say things like this that have effects on the game I don't like that at all and whether it's you know, um, the circle us UK the circle Zimbabwe. I don't care I don't want that to be, uh, you know in play going forward But you know, let's move on to I think what what my favorite part of the whole season was and hopefully yours as well And that was Nicholas
1: mm-hmm. What were your thoughts on Nicholas that um? The thing is, we talk about, like, visits and all that, and, you know, uh, not not just visits, but um, the, the messages they left in the yeah. circle, that was when the game changed as well. And that was when the game changed into Romaine's favor. Oh, yeah. The sure. the grannies, when the grannies went to Romaine's place, and I think it was a and that was when Romaine started turning, What got Romaine to the top? Um, and but I mean, I know that's not what you're talking about. I know you're just talking about the fact that they were just in the circle. Um, you know, there was talk about you know how the previous circles the British circle, the American, and the Brazilian circles were diverse, and this group was not as diverse. But I mean, they tried something that not every uh that none of these circles. Tried to do it, which was put seventy-year-old women in there. Yeah. I mean the the British, uh, the British Circle. They tried to do that, but they tried to get young people trying to catfish as an older person. Yeah, but, I've done that twice. Yeah, and then but this was interesting to see um, old people, old women, uh, just way older than everybody else, try to do it. And obviously, they were doomed from the start. But this yeah. was, I guess, their idea of. Um, of trying to be diverse and I think that um, I I love uh, the two-person the two-person catfish because I just think that's a dynamic from the show that is very different I love that apartment I I think anyone that's been in that apartment um, has been someone that I've enjoyed watching so um they were the first in that apartment this season i was a big fan of the ba- uh, the beth and jack apartment of the luma apartment um and this was the nicolas apartment and i think they were they were fun they were obviously way out of their league and they should have done a lot more research on what how to tap fish as a 25 year old but trying to get 75 year old people to tr- pretend to be a 25 year old person i think that is ultimately what the circle is about in the beginning is you know trying to be someone else and the and how hard it is to be somebody else um but it was it was a lot of fun to watch them i wish they had lasted a little bit longer because i think they would have been very entertaining um but four episodes is all we got I,
0: I i have no idea how well they would have done if they just went in as their self or like as one of them um but i would have been interested to see um because obviously people would, your, your initial instinct would be like, okay, with a 75 year old woman, that's definitely a catfish, right? But like everything they gave off would make you seem that they were actually 75. So I would be, I would be interested to see how it would have worked if they actually worked as one of the, their own self. I guess they probably weren't given the opportunity to do that. I got a feeling that the circle probably wanted them to, to catfish as somebody. Um, but uh, well, so yeah, I, I do wish we would have seen this.
1: I mean maybe um they had plenty of catfish that season i feel like um, not
0: really like in, in the top eight they had i mean the first eight they had two right they had they had they had nicholas and they had uh valerie yeah
1: two people that um were pure catfish um yeah. and then you had obviously cedric who was hiding part about him um but i guess that was it everyone else was themselves
0: um i mean, I mean enos was technically like taken i believe i believe she's uh, in a yeah. relationship but
1: yeah. But, uh, uh, but yeah um I think, look, you can't obviously have um, too many catfish in the circle. But what I noticed about this circle is that really after the grannies left, there was really no – they really didn't care about getting the catfish out. Because it was more about my team versus yours, and it didn't really matter who was who. And I think that's why we saw three catfish in the finals – And we, you know, in the other seasons, I think we've seen one, maybe two at the most. Um, But this season we got three, and I think that's because this circle was more about us versus them rather than let's get out the catfish.
0: Yeah, I, I, I do think there's obviously, like, Some like speculation of like who was probably a catfish or whatever, but it just wasn't at the forefront. And that's how I would play if I was a catfish, because I really wouldn't care who else was a catfish. I'm more worried about who's aligned with me. But that brings me to, I think, what our last topic is, which is like, what was your favorite moment of the circle? Like, for me, I have two, but I'm interested to hear yours.
1: Mm -hmm. Um, My favorite moment of the season, um, and this is why I really like Virginie, is when Paolo wrote her that message to try to get on her side and then she responded with just okay and left the chat (laughs) that was hilarious it was great um obviously you know you would have liked to see virginie uh actually maybe listen and possibly try to go about it but also that in, in a way, um, that's on Paolo for not recognizing, um, that, you know, cause they, they were talking about how he was this philosophy student and how, you know, he had a lot to say and a lot was on his mind as any 21 year old person as I get it. I ramble all the time. So, um, but that's why I have a podcast. So, but if you talk about, but like Paulo should have just been Virginie, uh, Gabriel, we need to get into a chat. Nelia. we need to override this game. That was how you go about it is you give Virginie a team to work with. Cause that was why I think she joined the winner team because she, they approached her as a group versus Paolo was just approaching her as an individual. And Virginie's like, well, I got a solid four here. I got Paolo maybe, but I don't have uh Gabriel. I don't know. And I don't know if I have I uh, I don't know if I have Nelia either. I know they were talking in, uh, private chats but they weren't talking in a group chat and I think that's ultimately what the winner team did better than the other group is they were they showed more of a unity versus the others that were just kind of all that was maybe my favorite moment of the season when she just said okay and left the chat Is <laughs> that's such a
0: yeah that was such a good moment I think the, the the two the two moments that I look at the most in terms of what I think was really good the first one is when Cedric and Lou went head to head and they started to argue that was a great moment
1: oh, uh, that big was blow great. up
0: yeah that's probably the the first time I can remember any type of uh, circle like uh, meet up to be that hostile was that one and then the last one was at the end of the circle when when uh, when Valeray comes oh, okay. in to remain that was so good that cracked me up. <laughs> That yeah, was really was, good. That, had me, that okay. had me like doubled over.
1: The last episode was the best episode of the season where um they all like, you know, realized they were catfish and they were all like just laughing the whole time. That was great. I love that.
0: Yeah. And then you have like one of the twins like come in and then the other one comes in after, like, and everybody like stops. Oh, that was, it, it was really good. Like, the reveals are always good when the catfishes get there.
1: Like, oh, yeah. You didn't really and get that.
0: that. You didn't really that get was that. With, the
1: rewarding part of this circle was that we had three of them in the very end. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, that, uh, the, the final five were great sports about it. Um, and you kind of have to be when you're, uh, putting yourself in this situation where, you know, you're, you know, people are lying to you and you just kind of have to play the game. And, uh, even if you aren't, uh, lying yourself, you have to understand that people in this game are lying. Uh, most of them in fact are. So you have to kind of just understand that the person that you're talking to is probably not the person that they are in real life.
0: Yeah. You know, I, and then it comes to like how do how do we compare this to like the other seasons? Like, uh, you know, you've seen all all five seasons now: two UK, one US, one Brazil, one France. Where would you put this?
1: I would go in order: UK two, the 2019 season. That's just if if you have to watch all the, the last season you watch, because if you watch this season first, you'll be disappointed by every other circle afterwards. Um, so I'd go probably UK 2019 then i'd go brazil i really like the brazil circle um then i'd probably go us and the uk 2018 circle and then the france circle it's just to me i'm more i'm into the strategy part of the game i'm into the i enjoy the the catfish part of the of the show and i and i enjoy what that brought in the france circle i was just the the game and the gameplay from the players involved was just so inferior to all of the seasons in the past um, by a wide margin. And I'm not saying that the gameplay in the earlier seasons is better. In fact, The Circle in itself is not a super strategic game. So that's not why I watched The Circle, but that is part of the game and it is part of the show. And in this France Circle, the gameplay was uh, significantly worse than its international counterparts. So I would list it as five. Not that it was a bad season, but compared to the other circles, that's where I would rank
0: it. I, I think I put it at three. Uh, I liked Brazil the most. Uh, I liked UK season two uh, second. I, I would have put it one with the bullet if they actually had a winner that I I liked, um, but they didn't unfortunately. Uh, I'd put France number three, and then I'd put UK season one fourth. And I'd put US five. You really I, you didn't know. Like the American Circle. The American Circle was so disappointing. Like I like the characters. Don't get me wrong. Like I felt the winner was decent. Well, I I I won't even say decent. I'll say I, I thought the winner was good. Uh, I thought the the characters were fine. But there was just so many like just aggravating moments for me. As somebody that like we're we're in a country that literally like loves cutthroat reality, and I feel like we had you know a character that was supposed to be so smart. So intelligent, who literally would not pull the trigger on anybody, and it was it, it was very irritating for me. Um, so yeah, so but I like them all. Like I'll watch the Circle Zimbabwe, as I said earlier. Like I'll watch any version of this they put on Netflix. I'm gonna is watch.
1: There are circles Zimbabwe.
0: There is no circle. The only, the only circle franchises are the ones that we have. However with Netflix's increasing like distribution and, and increasing kind of like international territory, I definitely think that I don't know how well The Circle Brazil or France did in terms of like how many people watched it in that country, but I know US did well enough that they've already done they've already booked season 2 and 3. Mm-hmm. Um, like it like going to happen. I think we're going to there's a good chance that we get uh you know um, The Circle India or Hindu whatever you want to say it. Um, and I also think there's a good chance that we get maybe like The Circle Norway because there's such a big contingent of Norway that are on netflix i think it's like 60 percent of the people in norway have netflix so like i think there's a good chance that we get some more international versions if those regional versions did as well as i think they did gotcha so i appreciate you for being here jb and for everybody listening we appreciate you for coming on uh we're going to be talking about uh too hot to handle this week i believe i'm going to have uh either Andrew or Tyler for that. We're going to talk about the first two episodes of Too Hot to Handle and then the third and fourth episode and a different episode. And we're also going to be talking about The Bachelor. Listen to your heart. JB, are you listening to your heart?
1: I am not. I am taking a break from this uh,
0: Bachelor season. You should, because it is trashy. It's oh. trashy in a good way. It's six weeks. It's six weeks long. I like I the first might, episode. I might
1: watch it when it's over and just binge it, but
0: we'll I've see. I've never seen The Bachelor before, but I liked the first episode of this. This is different. You know, it's not The Bachelor per se, but it's very kind of Love Island, Paradise Hotel-esque, where you're trying to, like, not be the odd person now. Or I guess Bachelor in Paradise as well. Um so yeah so we're going to talk about that that's probably going to be up Thursday two out to handle on Wednesday and then two out to handle again on Friday so we appreciate you guys listening and we're out